Too crazy for boys' town. Too much of a boy for crazy town. The child was an outcast. Don't put on the show. Freaking win the game. Don't put on the show. You win the game. Don't put on the show. You win the game. Don't put on the show. You freaking win the game. You don't put on the show. You win. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. You want to be a thug. You want to smoke weed and play cars all night, punk. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back to episode 1,572. Not here to argue. I am here. Jam is not here. Jam is not here. New Jam, tell the people who you are. Uh, I'm Nick Rudman. I know you guys may have heard a bit about me on the show just from representing the Risk team, um, mm-hmm. sort of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I am filling in for Jam today. Uh, I pushed the record button, so we started hot. And... That's kind of it. Uh, I, I'm here to tell you a little bit about Underdog. I know you've learned. Hold on, hold on. Hold, on. hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. The people, they we got to get the people invested in you first, Rudman. <laughs> where, where are you from? Who are your sports teams? I hear you. What's the uh, ingredients to ice cream? Like, you know what I'm saying? Tell us tell us some shit we, we, we don't know. I'm from Boston. Okay. I am don't tell us a, no more. No, I'm, no. I'm a huge homer. Uh, okay. I can't believe what a bargain we got on Marcus Smart. Uh, I... Big Mac Jones guy, big Patriots oh. guy in general. Okay. Uh, huge Celtics homer. All I care is that we compete and that we're always in the news. So it's been a fun 10 years that we're involved in every trade. Uh, I don't really care about the Bruins. I don't really care about their – actually, I'm bo- hardcore boycotting the Red Sox. I've never boycotted anything as hard in my life as I am the Red Sox. Is it about Mookie Betts? It's about Mookie Betts. I, I get it. I understand. Uh, I'm a White Sox guy now. Okay. I can respect that. They're, I don't. I don't like Tony Larusa, but I like the rest of the uh, the White Sox. Crew. Tim Anderson. That, that's his name, Tim right? Tim Anderson. Anderson. Guy's the man. Cool guy. He's a very cool guy. Here, what was I about to say? This is how this goes too. Like we don't really, you know, you've heard the show before. Right? <laughs> I've heard the show. Yeah, you. <laughs> you know how this goes. Celtic. Yeah, Marcus Smart. It was four for seventy. Seventy-seven. Yeah. No, that that. I feel like that feels fair. I d- it never felt like he wanted to leave, but I guess this summer, I've, I guess I found the faction of Celtics fans that were ready to move off him, which I didn't think I would ever find. But no, that feels like a a good deal for for both sides. I don't hate that. A lot of Celtics fans want him gone. It's crazy to me. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't get a lot of Celtics fans. If he gets one ring and does ten years in Boston, he will be my favorite Boston athlete of all time. I'm glad you said that. That brought back what I was about to say. You said you like being involved in trades for 10 years. Is that what we call in the Danny Ainge? Uh, we almost traded for LeBron James. Is that what we're... <laughs> we almost traded has given me so much fun on Twitter for so long. That's fair. That I'll take okay. it. And I'm, and I'm glad we didn't do any of them. Like the only one you could say is maybe Kawhi. But like Paul George or Jimmy Butler, I'm glad we didn't get those guys. I think AD. I think you should have pulled the trigger for AD. I don't think we could have. What do you mean? You, like him and his dad hate us. It he was gonna play one year. I think he would have did one year like Kawhi. Now, I think he's, I think the question is, 
is that one year worth probably Jalen and whatever the next 10 years or whatever of Jalen. But if you have Anthony Davis, Tatum and Kimba at that point, that's your best three. Pretty good I feel team. like you can win a championship. There. Even if he walks, admitting that he he definitely walks. But I think that's that's the one I would regret. I wonder if he'd have been bought in in Boston the way that Kawhi was in Toronto. Like Kawhi, even if Kawhi was leaving, he still like gave a huge shit. I th- that's the thing. I think he to that point. I think it, he was just ready to get out of New Orleans, and he understood it was like, listen, there are two years until I can choose. There's not going to be a New Orleans. Like whatever happens this next year, I'm going to the Lakers. I feel the same as Kawhi. And if he has a chance to win, which I think he would have with the Celtics, I think he buys in. He walks out, but he buys in first. It's a fair critique. Danny did not trade for Anthony Davis. No, it's true. <laughs> he he almost did, <laughs> though. Mac Jones guy, like, is that just like, are you a college football guy and you follow Mac Jones or uh, just, he's a Patriot? I'm a college football guy. I, I I wasn't a huge Mac Jones guy in college. I've talked myself into it. Um, I was a Justin Fields guy. Mm. Uh, I was dead when we didn't trade up to 11 to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't really get it. I mean, I get it and, and I don't get it. I don't um, get it. But yeah, I think it's going to be tremendous. But I think Matt Jones is per- perfect for us. You know, he can take like the, the terrible work culture coming from Saban uh, to Belichick. Like he's used to the abuse. Okay. Um, and I think we can make, I think we can make the reads really hard and the throws pretty easy. Uh, and that's kind of his thing. His, I thought I thought his thing was kind of easy reads, easy throws. Uh, I mean, it was maybe all kind of easy for him in Alabama with the weapons he had that he does not have sick. in New England. He had a pretty good setup. But it just feels like great vibes around him. Like, they talk about he knows all the lyrics to the rap songs in the locker room. Jonu says he's a joy to be around. Does he say all the words? I don't know. Like I don't think he says all the words. Okay. okay. He's, okay. he's been around Bama long enough. I think he knows how to sort of rap along I'd in an so. appropriate manner. I'd hope so. Um, from what I've heard from the teammates, it seems like he's rapping appropriately. Okay. I can, they'll let you know. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I think I have gravitated firmly to an overwhelming bit of quarterback is do your teammates like you. Totally. Like it's on everybody at this point, everybody can throw it. 50 yards on a rope fading like they can all do that in shorts and all that do your teammates like you because i think that's what it comes down to are they going to block for you are they going to give a shit and you don't have to be raw like um, eli manning i'm sorry but he wasn't raw raw like but his teammates liked him that's what it, yeah. i think that's what it comes to. he was good enough and his teammates liked him i think the guys love matt from everything i've heard okay well that's decent i got a bone to, you tweeted something um and i got a bone to pick with you rudman please uh, this is, I want this, this is separate from the wrist team. I want this separate. This is just a bone. You tweeted, I gotta find it. Um, is this my greatest college football player? Mm-hmm. You said Tim Tebow was the best college football player ever. What do you mean by that? I think if, you know, I think he's the Michael Jordan of college football. Uh, I think on paper, you know, I gotta look up his accolades, but he won two national championships, one Heisman and almost another one. I think yeah, um, second place finish, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, just on paper, that alone is about as good as it gets. And then when you talk about sort of memorable moments and just sort of the intangibles of college football and the pageantry, uh, I do think stuff like that old Miss speech matters. Um, and being part of such a huge era as Urban Meyer, Florida, um, and the pros that came out of that program with him, um, 
and being tied to guys that you know weren't huge NFL stars, whether it's Percy Harvin or Aaron Hernandez. Um, I know it's a little different. I've never heard of one of those guys, but fair. I pretty, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Tebow is honestly easy answer, best cultural player of all time. I think Reggie Bush was more electric uh, and maybe better highlights, but I'm taking Tebow by a safe margin. I think he's the most. I think he's comfortably the most accomplished. But in the turn, like if you could pick one college player of all time to be, you build from and around that talent wise, what you would go Tebow over anybody? Because that's I guess you I'm, could like that's that's where the Jordan thing falls because it's like Jordan. I take him over anybody. His peaks were higher than anybody. All that. Tebow, I think he's got the he most accomplished for sure. But I don't know about great. Like I, I think well, so I picked a number of guys before him. None of these guys did it alone, right? Like Reggie Bush's USC team is pretty darn good. Uh, I, I can Newton buy Cam Newton did do it alone. Cam I, Newton did it alone. Cam Newton and Vince Young, and even I mean Vince Young's Texas team was quite good. Yeah, that was I actually good. don't yeah. really know who else is on that offense. I was gonna say, uh, I know they had a lot of running... defenders. Yeah, like, like a Rackpo was on that team, I think. Yeah. Um, hey, see, this is where Jam pulled. Can we see the uh, Texas? Uh... Yeah, what is it? Two thousand four Texas roster. Something like yeah, but he they had talent. Cam Newton did it alone. Uh, I agree, and I honor. I think you can make the argument that Cam Newton had the greatest single season in college football history. Uh, and I love Cam Newton, even though I know I just was talking about Mac Jones. Um, I really do love Cam, and I was a big. I'm, I am less so a believer in year two Cam than I was since I watched him in the preseason. It just looked the exact same as last year, mm. um, but. Um, all right, here's the 2004. Uh, zoom in there if we can, please. There we go. Who's playing wide receiver? Cedric Benson, I see. Justin Blaylock. Oh, Cedric right Benson here. was on that team, huh? He was pretty RIP. Um, who else we get? I never heard of any of wide receivers. Cedric Griffin, I remember him. Was this Michael Mangum. Was Michael Griffin or Michael Huff? It was Huff. Huff yeah, he was the DB safety. Yeah. Uh, I was just yeah, looking at the wide receivers. That, he's on that team. Lima Sweet. This must be Lima the year before. Sweet. Jesus. Yeah, that might be. What the? I used to go. Whatever the Wikipedia page, that's only here because I don't. I never knew if they do it like 03 to 04, 04 to 05, whatever. I thought you were going to give me grief for my Jalen Hurts number three. Oh, listen, we're building. <laughs> we're building because that's also incorrect. How is Jalen Hurts number – Bush is two, right? Bush is two. Easy okay. two. How is Jalen Hurts number three? Um, I'm good with people disagreeing on Jalen Hurts at three. I really heavily weight coming off the bench in the SEC championship – to win them that game after being benched for Tua and being a great soldier about it, coming back in that game and leading a comeback to get them to the championship, I think is arguably to me like the gutsiest and greatest performance in college football history. Third all time though. Third all time. He won it. He won a national championship at Bama. He came in and then he left and came in second for the Heisman after being benched at Bama and still being a great teammate and winning them the SEC championship. In terms of, Gutsy performances. 
I got a, a shout out to Dusty Wolf. This is I'll only refer to him as Nasty Man Watson now. Nasty Man Watson going, I think, 4,000, 1,000, losing to Alabama, then coming back and throwing for like 4,500 yards. Like, I think he had 5,000 something total yards and beating Alabama. Honestly, I hadn't really considered Deshaun Watson in my rankings here. Listen, he's uh, a nasty man. I get it. But if we're talking the <laughs> he was a great college player. Nasty man Watson is very and good. He's a nasty man. Um allegedly. Allegedly. Um like Mariota, I think like Vince Young, I would take before her. And Hertz was good. Don't get me wrong. Here we go. Okay, now we're looking at this. This was Vince Young looking at the roster of that Texas team that won it all. Cedric Benson, Selvin Young. Ramos Taylor, Justin Blaylock, Whew. Casey Stuttered, Lima Swede was there. This is, oh, yeah, this is like guys I. Both Scaife and David Thomas both had NFL careers. Both yeah, I was gonna say, the these are some guys that did, they did some things. Brian Robinson played DT, if I'm not mistaken. Arakpo. Arakpo was good. I feel like the DBs is where it heats up. Cedric Griffin, Aaron Ross, Ross Michael Huff, Michael Huff, Michael Griffin, and Michael Griffin. Yeah. So Jesus. they. Okay. So yeah, pretty. It was it was Vince Young and a good defense. You look at Cam Newton's. It was Cam Newton and like Nick Fairley. That was about it i'll put lamar jackson above jalen hurt as much as it pains me to say longevity matters to me lamar jackson did it once Ooh, that's not he had back-to-back years where he threw for 3500 and ran for 1500 was he good the year before he won the heisman he was his freshman year he didn't start till the end of the year his sophomore year that's when he won the heisman and then the following year he interesting did okay yeah he was yeah, very no, good the year did, for the heisman he, and he was running for like 20 touchdowns per two. So I I, I think Lamar's comfortably up there. Burrow, like even Burrow, I think Burrow's got the single statistical best season. He's 35 I think, years old playing against 18 year olds. Listen, he's not the first one to be that old. Like he be the first one to have, I think he had like 65 touchdowns, like six, like something stupid like that, throwing the first rounders. But He's my answer for best statistical, but if I if everything is the same and I have one quarterback to run it, I think I take Cam Newton over anybody. If we're talking about one season, I do think it's a different conversation, and, and I'll, I would take Cam or Vince Young over Tebow for one season if I can't rely on help. That's even the, I'd go. I wouldn't feel good about it now, but Nasty Man Watson, I'd feel much better about Hurts in the locker room. But that that's what's so wild about coming out of college. I feel like they said the same exact thing about. Deshaun, like just in terms of him, his his character, as they do for Jalen Hurst, and now Jalen Hurst got to be like, what the fuck? Like, some of us are not out here being nasty men, uh, allegedly. Yeah, it's a lot of character stuff with Hurts, and I know that's sort of like a silly way to judge best cultural player ever. I just yeah. always thought he has it. I, I, we'll see. I think we're going. We'll see. I'm glad he's. I think he's going to get a fair chance, but I'm I'm glad and hope he gets that in Philly. Um, and we will see, but even, yeah, I don't, I love Jalen. I don't even know if he's in like the top three, like Alabama quarterbacks I would take. Cause if you get into like other play, like and Dominican Sue was a beast in college Woodson. 
Steve McNair, Perry Sanders. Like, I mean, it depends on how far you go back, but. Sue versus Texas is like one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. That his entire season is like one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. Didn't that game end on a bullshit call. That's it Sue was, versus Texas. It wasn't. It was one. Of, they won like thirteen to nine, or like twelve to nine. Texas. I feel like only kicked field goals because they could not do anything around in Dominican Sue. I he got to be up there alone, but. That's enough college football talk. I can't. Uh, do you? Ha- you don't have a college football team. I'm a huge Miami Hurricanes guy. Okay, I went there. That's okay. I was gonna say I was trying to do the Northeast math. I was like, nobody up there cares about college football. So what's yeah, I mean, I was a fan of them when I was a kid. That's why I wanted to go there. I live in Miami now. Uh, I love the Hurricanes. What are you like? Some sort of a dungeon? What is this? It's my house kids. looks like a dungeon. Okay, is this uh, like on, in per- on purpose? Like intentional? No, it's just like a cement warehouse type deal. It's like a, they call it a loft, but we can call okay. it an engine. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> um, no, we talked a little Marcus. I, I really. What's the? Why do people want him gone from Boston? What's apparently the, what's he's the not deal? allowed to shoot. People don't want their point guard to shoot. Um, they only I mean, want Jalen Hurts. He can't do it, but he's allowed. He's, I think he's, got... he's I think he's statistically a totally fine three point shooter in his career, like thirty five percent. How many of those are like wide open looks, though? Some of them are wide open looks, and some of them are totally insane choices. And, um, I mean, I think he, he's hit enough. Like that, that's why I, I was gonna say he's not gonna like five for twenty, but I think like it was like the Heat, the the elimination game for the Heat. He went like six for like some. I don't ever want him taking that many shots, but uh, sometimes he gets ahead of himself. He does. I feel like he gives like he he's enough of a selfless player that you know it's not coming from him trying to get shots up. Like, I think he That's puts his body on the Yeah, I think he puts his body on the line enough. I think he's a really good passer. Um, and I think he does enough like other stuff to where if he wants to get up the extra three, you're not gonna put he, he's not gunning for 40. Like I'm not looking at it like that. So like Eric, I think Eric Gordon just got, I think it was last summer before for 75. So if you tell me I could have Eric Gordon or Marcus Smart for the same contract, it feels like no no contest to me. But I guess Eric Gordon could shoot technically. I think the real gripe around the Marcus contract is if it takes away our flexibility to add someone like a Beal. And that's the thing. I don't think that it will. I think it's, every, the it's different. Like, Sorry, the different blogs are totally different things. It's like complicated. It makes it a little bit harder, but like eventually Beal is still going to want to have to be here, I think, for it to really work out. I mean, that's the whole I feel like we've seen enough. If a guy wants to be somewhere, he'll end up like whatever. They don't have the picks. They don't have the equity. They can't trade a pick. They can't get the sap. If he wants to be there, he'll find a way there. And four seventy, nineteen million, 19 million, like that's a tradable contract. I think. I mean, I guess if you're trying to do it like now, because I guess because he signed it, you can't trade him for six months or whatever is after that. But down, if not in that deal, you could move Marcus Smart if you need on that deal. Like, like CJ McCollum is making thirty three million dollars a year. Terrible. He's, like he's he's good, but he neither he nor Marcus Smart has ever snipped an All Star game, and that's fine. But one of them's making like thirty three million dollars a year, so. If you need to get off Marcus Smart, you can move that. So I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't see the beef with that. 
and I would love to. I'd love to shit on this deal. I was hoping he got like four for like one seventy seven, something I could really laugh at. But it's a fair deal. They say this is the max. I don't know what that means. Is it like a bird rights thing. It's a. It's kind of how you know, like if a guy's real, like was ever gonna leave. If he opted out of his current deal, even if he was staying all along, he can get more money. That's just the way the NBA, I don't know, salary cap works. He signed the maximum extension that he could sign because it's like you can sign it. I think a, you can make a hundred and what fifteen percent, whatever. So he signed that was his max that he could sign, which is why I think it's a good deal. Because if he opted out, if he just waited, even if he was going to stay with the Celtics. I think he would have. I think he could have got a hundred million. I don't think that's a stretch to say. So he got the max that he could get, which I mean, show up. He wants to be there. Like I, I don't know. I feel like far be it for me to defend Brad Stevens, but I don't know. I feel like they just get a lot of shit. I feel like they're in a pretty good spot moving forward. Uh, actually, can you give me the uh, those the title odds, the favorites, please? Faster than Jam, huh? Much faster. Let me zoom in for you. Okay, pause. Jam's on vacation. I don't know where he's at. What do you think Jam is doing right now? If you just had to get, what do you think he's doing right now? I think he's, if I just had to total random guess, I really don't know. I think he's hiking. Hiking. I feel like he like a bird calling or something. Like Jam seemed like a a little cuckoo. Like go out early in the morning. Yeah, yeah, do some bird calling. Uh, (laughs) I could see him watching some birds. I could see Jam watching the (laughs) fuck out of some birds. Uh, We got the 2022 finals odds. Zoom in a little bit more for me, please. I can't zoom in anymore. Nets are, okay, Nets are favored plus 240. Fine with that. Lakers plus 400. The Warriors are third. I flag on the play. I don't, I just, I don't, I don't see the path. And I really like, I'd like a good, just about everything the Warriors did this offseason outside of trading Eric Pascal for nothing. Like, I think a trade exception. Everything else I like. Steph's back. Clay's not going to be Clay yet. Def- offensively, I'm not worried. Defensively, I'm worried. And I think that affects their ceiling. Wiggins, like Kuminga, Moody, another year of Wiseman. Looney's back, like Toscano Anderson, Molder. Like, I think they've got a much deeper team of just NBA caliber players than they had last year. Steph is still clearly that caliber. And having said that, I do not think they should have the third best odds in the league. To win the title? Am I, I for, like am I missing something here? I work for a company that does sure. some stuff with uh you know sports and money and odds. Sure. And I sort of think this is probably just a function of popularity. Okay. Um, there's a lot of money on the Warriors, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. So they just have to move the odds from let's say they should be 20 to 1. There's just too many Steph fans for them right. to let them all Good bet on money. Steph at 20 to 1. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. Because the like the whole reason I wanted to look at this is because they they're tied with the Bucks. Crazy. I think I think the Bucks plus nine hundred is too low. What's the deal with that uh, risk guy? Who the hell wants to bet on Milwaukee? I'll do it plus nine hundred. I agree, but like it. you know, they're not the Lakers, they're not the Nets, they're not Steph Curry. They just don't have that same pizzazz. 
Yeah, they they they're winners. They <laughs> they actually win. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I I get that. It's not a sexy pick, but I'm with you. I like it. I just think that's maybe why it's plus nine hundred. I'm like one Giannis. Like if you just said they win it all again because Giannis, I'm like I'm on board. I like the moves they like. They got Grayson Allen for nothing, who was just a solid player. Divincenzo be back at some point. They turned Bryn Forbes into George Hill, which feels like better two-way play. Uh, Rodney Hood got a chance for a bounce back. Portis is back. Your boy Simi is there to be fake PJ Tucker. The pressure's off, but like I, I don't know. I, if I were a bet, I'm a game of skill man, Redman. I'm not a betting man, but if I was a betting man. Plus 900 for the Bucks, And again, it's one of the, like you said, for the Warriors, who knows how long it's going to be there before they, I'm guessing over time, they'll slowly move it back to where it, like plus 1,000, plus 11, like they'll slowly drop it. Um, so I, I don't, I'm tempted to get in on these Bucks now at plus 900. After them is the Suns. That's plus 50. That's a big jump. Seems, I think it seems kind of right. I don't hate it. You mean like in terms of? I think the Suns, that was a flash in the pan with injuries and this, that, the other. And I don't think they're on the same level as Nets, Lakers, Warriors, Bucks. See, the only thing I'm looking, it's like you, like the reason I'd like the um, Bucks here is because of the top, what are we looking, three, four, five, six, seven teams. Five are out west, right? Five are out west. So if I were a betting man, if I were a betting man, it feels like you put a little something on the favorite for the Nets, and I like something for the But if you if you're thinking one of those two teams comes out of the East, the pools just like 76ers are right there afterward, but it's five teams out west. Like I you're you're praying again on like who's healthy. And I'll be if the Suns are healthy and the Warriors are healthy, I'm not sure I go like I, I don't know. I really do need to see Clay. I'm just the defense worries me. I need to see it first. But I don't know. But what's what's jumping out there at you? Any like high or low? Anything too high or too low? The 76ers are too high. Ooh, talk about it. I'm just not a Sixers guy. Like they don't <laughs> ever win. <laughs> um, okay. Ben, ben Simmons, they've like ruined Ben Simmons. Like, does he even want to play for them? He seems Definitely not, not to. Definitely not. Uh, Embiid signed his max today. That seems good. Did sign his max. Uh, and I actually trust Embiid to like sort of be a team guy and like get in shape and mm-hmm. at least try. Um, I think he is like a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just losers. It's just what they've done <laughs> for quite a while now. Uh, listen. It's a tough thing. Okay, what as a Celtics fan, what Ben Simmons trade would scare you? Like, what's the trade that they could make where you're like, ah, shit? I don't want them to get Shea. Ooh, nah, nobody wants eighty-two and zero. That seems really bad for a long time. Like, if they get Dame, I can see them sort of not winning for three years, and then Dame is thirty-four, and then who knows? Say, you yeah, know? it, it puts your. It was the whole reason why I thought they should have did it for Harden. Like, it speeds up your window. 
Joel Embiid is nine feet tall and weighs 307. Like, I don't, you might not have a 10 year window. So if you're, if I'm pushing my chips in for now, I don't hate it. Dame Harden, I just, I don't think Bill is available. But, ooh, Shea and Embiid is tough business. Terrible. That, don't want to see that. I feel like they, you probably get some other stuff. Like, they totally. might. They yeah, might Thunder ready to give Shea away. They send back Lou Dort and him and Tyable just got everybody in hell. That's ugly. But okay, so Philly. I like the Mavericks here too. 30 to 1 is a lot, and you get one of the best players in the world. That they I mean, that's one of those if you think they have a move or a major move left, just because this one like they're just off their offseason has just not been inspiring. Now, none of that may matter because again, they have Luca, and you're really only you one sucker away. Like if you same logic as the Bucks. It's yeah. like they have Giannis, they have Luca. They got a chance. Yeah. Who's let me see. Hawks are a little low. That's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. What was that? Tenth? Not even the top ten? They got the Miami Heat over the Hawks. Because everybody signed is 35. Gross. Hmm. Scroll down. Who's uh? Oh, we're getting to. Oh yeah, keep give me the deep stuff. Give me the. I like the trash, baby. Keep going. <laughs> we're looking at the worst odds. These are. Wow. Okay. The Knicks are plus eight thousand, plus ten thousand on. Give me if you had you had to put hundred dollars. You had to put one unit. I know a unit for you in that. Bunker is like five hundred thousand dollars, but uh, I think the Hornets are the Timberwolves. But I'm leaning the Hornets. Mm. Uh, you get a crazy jump from Lamelo, okay, and maybe Hayward gives you the best season of his career, and he's like third team All NBA or something. Hmm. I don't like for we're looking at that's plus ten thousand. That and I love I love Terry. Love Terry. Why? Why? I mean, I'd love for it to be the Timberwolves, man. I just. Uh, see who did they, they, they traded for someone? They got Patrick Beverly. I think he's sort of you know Jimmy Butler couldn't get Cat to like no you know sort of pay attention. What happened with uh, those guys? I don't I don't remember. Yeah, it seems bad. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Maybe Pat Beverly can like get him fired up to play and not stop playing video games. I'm. I'm I like the long odds because I I love just I love setting money on fire. Um, Pelicans plus ten. They're another one. I don't like a single thing they've done this offseason. I mean, I, I like Devontae Graham. I don't like what they gave up to get him. But it's another one like, hey, if Zion just takes this, if Zion just gets to you can't stop. I'm going to take 20 shots a game, hit 70 percent of them. We can stay in a game with anybody. Valentinus is. He's better. I mean, he's better than Steven Adams. Brandon Ingram is still 20 whatever a night. Josh Hart's back. If you get a leap from they have a lot of young. I think that's their if Alexander Walker and Kyra Lewis and Jackson Hayes and uh I think Josh Giddy was the guy they tra- they traded up to get. If all those guys hit the ground running, you're still throwing money away. But it'd be fun to watch. Wouldn't it wouldn't it be something? Yeah, it's just a such a terrible start for Zion there. Like, how do you fumble it this badly? You have like a lot of picks. Like David Griffin is how you fumble it this badly. 
he's at like he's he's gone as soon as humanly possible, right? Has he not? Like I don't know. They they just better start like gangbusters this year. Because if I like if they start zero and one, I'd be like, man, y'all got to get this motherfucker out of here. Is there like, coach Stan Van Gundy? Stan I'm Van sorry. is out. Willie Green is in. Okay. Willie Green is in. So. Again, this is Zion's third year. This will be his third coach. None of which are Monty Williams, who was the head coach directly prior to him being drafted. So that's <laughs> sick. And to be like, again, Willie, we've seen, you know, first year coaches hit the ground. That's another one. Like you need all the, the pieces to hit. But it, it just means a whole lot less. If you have a hundred picks, if you're just giving them away, like you're just trading them away. Like they gave up three picks this year to not keep Lonzo Ball and to not sign Kyle Lowry or anybody big money. So it's like, wow, okay, there were bad picks. Probably they're all bad picks. Giannis resigned with the Bucks. They're all bad picks. Drew Holiday resigned. They're all bad picks. So you can't just be throwing three out there. Unless this, uh, I mean, whoever they got in the draft, they think it's a real deal. But boy, oh boy, if I'm Zion, I'm licking my lips thinking about signing that qualifying offer. Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly kind of short Zion and not just short the Pelicans. Really? It's just a health thing. It's just, it's just the way I can never get over the way he walks. And when I say short Zion, I mean still 10 all star games. I think he's Derek Rose. I hope he's not, but I kind of think he might be Derrick Rose. There's, I don't think Derrick Rose made five all-star. Like, ten all-star games would be a – you'd love that for Derrick Rose. And an MVP. Like, they – I think that's a – It's a great some, career, but yeah. I feel like Zion has been projected to be, you know, a top 20 guy all time. I'm on that side, man. I'm on that uh, – can you give me Zion's numbers? In the case – it's just – like the the leap that Luca has taken from one to two, two to three, and now we'll see. I mean, I, I feel like we saw some of it in the Olympics. Like he's, it appears he's still good. Uh, zoom in a little bit, please. Let's see. A little bit more. I'm old. Sorry. There, there we, we go. Um, there we go. Yeah, just year two. At 20 years old, he's already at 27 points, seven boards, four assists. When you put it like that, that's that's and again, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think he just turned 21. The hell, I get the hell thing long term. I just once they got MB back working, I'll trust anybody long term. Hell, and by long, I mean if you're playing of an 80 game season, if you're playing 55 and you're ready for the playoffs, I'm fine with that. I don't need you got to play all 82, I don't care about that. So he played, yeah, 61 of, what was it, 72 this year? Perfect. Fine by me. And I think the roster construction around him this past year was not ideal. This year, good God. I just don't, I don't know what they do defensively. That's what, that's the the leap. Because he's, he's not going to be able to be hidden in a way that, Luca can be, and to Luca's credit, I think Luca's like a fine defender now. But the point is, you hide him because he's scoring thirty a game. 
Zion is going to have to either guard your four or your five, and you're just not going to be able to – I feel like you're not going to be able to hide him. So you're going to have to put strong defenders around him. Devontae Graham is not a strong defender. He's like 5'10". It ain't for lack of effort, but he's just not a – you know who was a pretty good defender? Lonzo Ball. Um, you know who – I mean, he wasn't himself last year. I'll fully admit that, but Eric Bledsoe's got a couple all-defensive – teams on the resume and now you got Valenciunas and Devontae Graham in there because you have to you have to factor in Zion and Ingram who are not plus defenders they bring other things but you're factoring that in on the wing three four whatever you play them they're not plus defenders everybody else got to be a plus and then you go out there and give up a first round pick to find Devontae goddamn Graham I take that back. I don't plus 10,000. I don't want those. Odds. <laughs> sort of a fun trivia question to have here. Uh, <laughs> Zion Williamson scored 362 points in his first 15 games of his career. Ooh, okay. Can you name the only three players since the merger to score more points in their first 15 games? That's a good one. Okay. First 15 games, 362. That's what, 30 a game? I don't know. I will say Shaquille. Give me Shaquille O'Neal. 24 points a game. 20. Damn. Only 20? No. Uh, give me Shaquille O'Neal. ABA, NBA merger. I'll go Kareem. I, I feel like Kareem was there. I'll go Kareem. And it's always one random person, man. I don't Jordan started hot off the bat, too. Shit. Now, give me Jordan. I'll go Chalk. I'm sure it's 0 for 3. LeBron and KD aren't in this conversation. I feel like LeBron. I don't know, because you got to like you got to hit the ground running, running. I don't know if wow, KD was running around. Who we? All right, Michael Jordan number one. Mm-hmm. Bernard King number two. He's pretty good. Bernard King was good. Terry Cummings. There's what did I tell you? It's always <laughs> a random name. It never fucking friend. We, AI was great. Bernard King, you know. Ran the Knicks in the 80s. Terry Cummins. <laughs> Zion Williamson, Allen Iverson, Shaquille O'Neal. I wanted to say Brandon Jennings because I knew the 50 ball came early. He was, if it was more names, he was on the tip of my tongue because I, I just remember he scored 50 early. That pushes you high on this list. Boy, there's some names on here. Mark Aguirre. David Robinson's a good one because he was like 25. Daryl Griffith. Ron Harper. Ralph Sampson, Pistons, Isaiah Thomas, Keith Van. All right, I don't need to see no more, man. I don't need to see no more. But that's my whole – yeah, he's he's done that. And I I think the point guard experiment will be good for him long term. He, he's not going to be point Zion, but it'll be good for him long term if they put some shooting and defense around him. But I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I'm trying to uh, – Timberwolves, no. I don't see it for nobody. There's some stinkers. This team sucks. Spurs are it's terrible. A, it's not a I like I don't think it's a bad thing that we have some clear teams who are just not like next year. I think we can of 30 teams, you can chop the magic thunder rockets pistons off. It's in ter- like serious competition. The Cavs are gonna try. 
they got pieces I like. They're going to try. They're two years away from being two years away. Um, Spurs, I don't know if they'll tank on purpose, but I don't think they'll be very good. That's what's like worse to me and more concerned. Yeah, yeah, I think there it's the worst spot to be. You you need to pull. You should have pulled the band aid off. Uh, but they they did pretty well for DeRozan, so maybe they maybe they didn't. The one like if I were I used to uh, work in the NBA Nick, for many years. I don't know if you knew that. If I get the call to go back to Sacramento and fix what I I messed up the first time around. I'd take them Sacramento odds. Now I'd shortly soon thereafter be thrown out for betting on my own team. But if <laughs> I hit, I wouldn't need my NBA. Are you are you, you picking up what I'm putting down here? I follow, yeah. But did you lose the Harry Giles lottery ticket? Like that was the guy that I thought could make a difference for them. No. He's not even it, there and he's not relevant, right? No, I think the injury he the hair that that, that sucks, man. Because Harry, I think injuries, he just had, I think two if not three acl tears back to back to in high school like that's just brutal um so no they had two lottery picks one year ended up with um papa Giannis, who didn't finish his rookie contract but i'm t- i the kings i do not think are that far away because i think luke walton is the worst coach in the nba i think that's the i think if you get honest to god an average coach in there they had the worst defense of all time, worst defense of all time per defensive rating. Some of that's personnel definitely. It's not all on Luke Walton. They're the Kings. He can't help that. But you're telling me the worst defense of all time? Seems you bad. got pieces like that people want. Like, I feel like I Rashawn Holmes was every NBA writer's like favorite big man. I feel like everybody wanted Harrison Barnes because he plays that perfect role. Everybody was in on Halliburton. Uh, Fox just got his deal. hadn't even started yet. Buddy, people aren't high on Buddy Hill, but he can shoot the hell out of the ball. Like if nothing else, he can shoot. And you t- that's the worst defense of all time. So I get him out of there. I get Buddy Hill out of there. That's just they botched the Bogdanovich thing too. The Kings are bad. The Kings are bad. Um, there's Breaking a reason news. that they're at plus twenty five. <laughs> there's a reason if. The Vegas says if we played this season 25,000 times, the Sacramento Kings would win one time. One time. And even if, when, when I think about it that way, it feels high. It feels really high. I don't think that happens. So you need to play 100,000 times, they're not going to win. Like, again, it's one of those. I feel like if they if they go end up in the playoffs against the Timberwolves, I don't think they could beat the Timberwolves. Like, what? Say the Timberwolves get there to in that same tw- they're in the or Western Conference Finals. They're in that same one in twenty five thousand simulation. You picking the Kings? I'm not. I'll never pick the Kings uh, until they hit my line. Um, the Pacers. Do the Pacers belong in this group? I think they belong lower. I feel like they were kind of good. No, am I just wrong? Uh, Miles Turner took a step. He, to their credit, when he got hurt, things went south for them. To their credit, uh, but they, I think they finished like the ten seed. It's, I think they've got a Turner Sabonis problem. I, I, I don't. I think their ceiling. 
their floor is limited because of how good, just how good those two guys are as players. But I think their ceiling is also limited just because of that type of fit you have to put around two big men in this league. So I think, I think one of them, if they start to do that, they just hired a coach who apparently nobody liked, which is, that feels, that feels hard to do. Like players, stat, nobody liked uh, Nate Bjorkgren. Nobody liked him. And this is fresh off of Nate McMillan, who just walked to the uh, conference finals. That's how I know the NBA can't be that. It, it can't be this difficult. It simply can't be. Like I'm, they got the Portland Trailblazers here. It's plus five thousand on. What, what would have to happen for the Portland Trailblazers to win four playoff rounds? And I love the hell out of Dame Miller, one of my favorite players. What would have for them to win four? Straight rounds. They brought back a lot of injuries. What'd you say? A lot of injuries. Even then. Like you saw a lot of injuries this year. (laughs) The Suns would have dog walked the team like the Trailblazers. So it's like even if you play in the injury, they wouldn't want to see they wouldn't want to see the Grizzlies. They wouldn't want to see the Grizzlies in a fair one. There's such a known quantity too. Like the Bulls are 66 to one here, and I think I like the Bulls more than the Blazers because at least I haven't seen this Bulls team lose every year. I yeah, I would agree. I think Portland is similar to Indiana. Like there's a floor because of how good Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum are. You only they're not going to fall probably out of the play-in, which is something to that. But the, I, there's a ceiling on how good you're going to be when your two best players. I think one do the same exact thing and one's much better. One's much better at it. I think it's fair to say. And two, neither of them defend. You just have to build the rest of your team out perfectly, which they did reasonably well, got to the conference finals and got rolled by a Warriors team with no Kevin Durant. So plus 5,000. I mean, I can give my address out if like if people just got money to burn. Um. Yeah, I don't. Uh, nothing else is jumping out here, but I'm I'm glad you said that about the the Warriors odds because I I want my eye on it now because when those when the Bucks start eleven and one because I just can't. We've seen it for like Jokic, Doncic, and B whoever. I'm not judging it. I do it too. You come back a little pudgy. You think Giannis is going to come back a little, a little mitts, a little doughy around the mix section? You think Giannis is doing anything it. other than like balancing his child uh, and dribbling a basketball right now? <laughs> They're going to start like fifteen and two. I want, I want in on that. Or I want some early. Can the Bucks get seventy talk? That's how in I am on the Bucks. Did they deliver down the stretch? Probably they got Yon. Did y'all see what Giannis did last? Like it was like a month ago, several weeks ago. So I'm plus nine hundred, looking pretty good to me. It's yeah. cool. The Mavericks and Hawks are right next to each other. Like the Trey and Luca thing is going to be a thing. Oh my! They did that on purpose. They could have <laughs> put they could have put the Hawks at any plus twenty six. Like you know what I'm saying? They did that on purpose. And I, to be quite honest, I don't know why the Mavericks are on top. I don't know what we've seen 
from them to think they gonna win four playoff rounds nonetheless one it's like they traded for chris uh, christos porzingis man gave him big money he stinks he's not been great i do you buy that you think he and luca like don't like each other don't like each other or you think it's just like on court I don't know. I have this like very simple, stupid view that they're both Eastern European. So like, why aren't they friends? Like, why isn't it working? Um, obviously, it doesn't really work that way, I guess. Um, That's what Mark Cuban's saying. Like, you're tall, you're white. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I think, I don't know, Porzingis was like the man in New York. And now he's sort of like, whatever, in Dallas. He's probably just not too happy. Yeah, I see both. Like, if I'm, if I'm Porzingis, like, yeah, no, I was... I, I remember when y'all traded for me and everybody was hype. We were supposed to be, you know, Luke was that guy, but we were supposed to be more of a 1A, 1B than it's been. And if you Luca, it's like, bro, when I pass it to you, the ball don't go in. What are, I mean, I'm between a rock and a hard place. Luca doesn't seem like the friendliest guy. You know, he seems like he has some like sort of Kobe Jordan dickheadedness to him in a great way, in a way that I love. He's a little, yeah, no, it, it's definitely. A, a good thing but he's he's a little prickly so i could see you know but he, he throws a pass a little too high poor zingers and luca just snapped hey, you weren't gonna make it any like you're gonna brick it anyway stupid ass and everybody just laugh ha 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 they laugh at poor zingers that's how they laugh at him. Um, but until they get off that um they've shown me nothing bro they hired jason kidd they are not a serious organization. I feel like the players really like it. I feel like that's the main reason you probably shouldn't hire somebody. They're not smart. Respectfully. Like, didn't LeBron want him as coach of the Lakers? Yeah. Like he was there. That was he was the assistant under Vogel. And the work, I guess the open secret was first three game losing streak. You know, let them lose in the playoffs. Let them go, you know, go into the all-star break 500. He added there and Jason Kidd's in. And they were never bad enough to justify that. And now, um, just some of the, the stuff that's come out from the Giannis book, is what you don't even know what's real and what's fake. That's how loose of a cannon Jason Kidd is. I mean, I grew up hating Jason Kidd because Celtics Nets and, you know, 2000 was heated. Yeah, man, I grew up loving him, like, for that same reason. And then now I'm an adult, and it's like, huh, maybe maybe he's not the best guy. Maybe he's not the best guy. But on top of that, it seemed like maybe he's not the best coach. Like, this – Luca's special, man. Like, you hitching your wagon – you hitching the Luca Doncic wagon to Jason Kidd. And I get he signed like you got him for the next five regardless. You got him until he says he want to leave. Like that's, I don't think he's gonna leave. But don't you just got him signed till twenty twenty eight? Okay, yeah, all right. Uh, people still gonna speculate. And I get, you know, what I'm saying you you got to build. You're not gonna be championship contender already. But if I'm looking at the Phoenix Suns, I'm like they went. They didn't do shit in ten years and stormed to the finals. If I'm looking at the Hawks. Who ain't did nothing in years? Storm to the conference finals, and the ace up our sleeve was Jason fucking Kidd. I like did like that. the ice on the court trick. That was yeah, the, uh, yeah. Run, run into me. <laughs> he, he, that Jason Kidd. 
like it i don't know it just feels now there was one of the tidbits i do believe where him and Giannis were going back and forth did you see that one about no. some play they were going back and forth kid yelled at Giannis for making a mistake and Giannis was basically he was like the mistake was made i didn't make it. like i didn't fuck up right but he he wasn't gonna you know i didn't do it chris did he wasn't gonna call this guy out <laughs> um but they went back and forth and kid was like okay like we'll go to the tape they went to the tape Giannis was right and kid was like yeah and if this happens again i'll sent you down again just like you were right but i'm still the boss like on some that and that's where it's like it cannot be this hard that seems like bad coaching just to go to the tape in general like just like no one's gonna yeah. win there like that's either what, you're it, making Giannis feel stupid or you look like this an is the hill you want to die on game 62 in charlotte uh you didn't box out. Yes, I did. Damn it, Giannis. <laughs> I'm all that's always something with you. Uh it Steve Nash, I don't know a single philosophy or nothing to Steve Nash. But I feel like you could say he's at least an average coach because I feel like he walk in and do what the player like that feels like 99% of it. Again, do your players like you? I don't know if they like um Jason Kidd. The players that have never played for him want Jason Kidd. That's what I think is interesting. I didn't didn't hear hear Giannis or Chris Middleton. I didn't hear... Where else did kid? I ain't heard uh, Paul Pierce or Joe Johnson or, you know what I mean? I've only heard people that have never played for Jason Kidd say they want to play for Jason Kidd. And not in a way that's like, oh, okay, we heard Popovich was... We heard Coach K was cool with the Olympics. Everybody want to play for Jason Kidd till they play for Jason Kidd. So I don't know what um man, I, I'm not I'm cleaning up because I'm about to go through here and legit just cross like the map. You hired Jason Kidd, you're not serious. Portland, you hired Chauncey Billups, you're not serious. Pelicans, come on, man. Y'all got David Grit. Like somebody's I'm just checking off. And by the end, it'll be only. I don't know. I'm like the Knicks. How the hell did I end up with the Knicks? Uh, but what Knicks is that plus eight or six? That's plus eight. They're well behind the Bulls. Okay, Knicks is interesting. If you think they're getting like a Dame or somebody, if you think that by the time the season ends, they're plus eight thousand. But if you thinking that because Portland's ahead of them, which is feels chaotic. If you think they can, and I mean, I think they have the goods for it. It's all on if they, will they, would Dame ask for it and all that. But they, if you were the Knicks, what would you give up for Dame? Everything, right? Like everything besides Julius and you just try to win with those two? What the th- I think if I'm Portland, I need Barrett. I need Mitchell Robinson. Quickly. Quickly. Top. I mean, I'd ask for Toppin. I wouldn't even that high on him, but if I'm asking for the farm, like, why not? I'd want, like, those four guys and picks. Because you got Dan- he's locked up for the next four seasons. You're ready to go right now. And on the flip side, the Knicks, would st- you would have Dame as your one, Julius Randle as your two. You'd still have 
like the veteran, like the Tibbs guys, like the t- the guys that Tibbs needs no matter what. You still have Derrick Rose there. You still have Nerlens Noel there. You still have uh, Alex Burks there. You still have. I feel like I'm missing a couple other people. And they, paid, they paid another tall guy with Nerlens. Oh, uh, was it Taj? Mm. They bring Taj back. I forget. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, like re, they re-signed Randall. Uh, oh yeah, Fournier, Kimba. Like they, you put those guys around Dane, and like Jew is your number two with Tibbs defense. You start to cook. Not you great. They spend all that money on Fournier, and we barely remember he's on the team. Not a great, <laughs> not a great sign for the seventy-eight million dollar man. Um, but a minor setback for a major uh, comeback. You know, I want to adjust my theory on the Warriors' odds here. Yeah. I'm not sure this is pricing in where the fans are betting oh. because you because you got to think the Knicks would be way higher. People like Jack mm. Settlement actually believe the Knicks are going to be good. See. So what so. the bitten by your own snake? Yeah, so I'm really not sure here. I'm in a pretzel. Mm-hmm. How about yeah? You take that to your risk. <laughs> and in the meantime, now can you tell us what underdogs got going on currently? Uh, I can't. Yes, thank you. Um, You're welcome. You guys have heard the pitch. Um, we think we are the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Um, that includes Pick'em. I know Pick'em doesn't feel like classic fantasy sports, but our Here's other. Big disagree. <laughs> okay, our other products, uh, our other products are much more classic. Uh, fantasy football season is basically here. It's mid-August. Uh, our game, best ball, is about as simple as it gets. It's just the draft. We love the draft. Everyone loves the draft. Uh, you pick eighteen players. We start your best possible lineup at the end of each week. Uh, there's no forgetting to set your lineup. There's no leaving points on your bench. You just draft and it's over. So you can do like a thousand drafts. It's like draft day is so fun, but we want to be able to do it all the time. Uh, I like well, that part and especially the uh, remembering lineup. I'm bad at that. I'm looking at a lot my of work. Team. I got a good team and I read my team off, Rudman. They said it was a bad team. I, you know, I got to be honest. I've looked at some of your teams. They're not my favorite teams. Hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> I like my team. Uh, that's what counts. You still have fun, and you're in it the whole season, and you can yep. actually win. This is not like other fantasy platforms where it's sort of like a math puzzle, and you basically right. have no chance. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, fuck with the numbers. Totally. This is not a numbers game. I'm not a math guy. Um, this is just if you know sports, if you know football at all, and even if you don't, uh, you Guilty. have a chance. <laughs> you have a chance to win decent money. I mean, this year we've got a million dollar prize to first place in our big tournament, uh, and we're doing this for NBA too. And we've changed up sort of the NBA product a little bit. We got rid of positions to a certain extent uh, because, like, what's the power forward? There's really only, like, four guys that I struggle. Yeah. So we have guards, wings, and bigs. Those That's are our basketball need. positions. That's all you need. There's a few guys I struggle to sort of decide who they are. Like, what's John Collins? Is he a I wing or is he a big? I would say big. What's Zion? Zion's the biggest. He's the biggest. But, he, big. but he's, like... He's also like sort of a wing, though, right? Like, doesn't he sort of play on the wing a bit? Well, I mean, what's LeBron? LeBron's a wing. What's Luca? Luca, I would like to call him a wing, but we haven't called him. He's a guard because See, that's that's what's, just... the, what's the difference between the way functionally LeBron and Luca play? Doesn't Luca bring the ball up more than LeBron does, like more percent of the time? I, I mean, I'm sure he does. I feel like I would also love to see the uh, times where 
Taylor Horton Tucker brings it to half court and drops it on the dime. So LeBron immediately picks it up and runs the offense. I think it would be jarring to people if we had Luca listed as a wing. I think people just are used to no, seeing I, think, I, I, I don't disagree. I just, in terms of like functional, you could argue LeBron's a big. Look at, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so totally. I, I could see it. I think the only reason I would say I think Zion is a big is because I think like point guard Zion was an experiment. I think he will play probably more off ball. We'll see more big capabilities from yeah. him this year. So I would I would go big for Zion. Um, yeah, pump for NBA best ball. NFL best ball is in full swing right now. Uh, we were going to continue to make creative and fun and sort of easy games. Um, we've got fun investors. We just brought in your guy, Trey Young. Uh, yeah. Trey Young has just joined. I, I was just texting with Trey about it. <laughs> Yep, Trey Young has joined the underdog family. Um, so it should be a good season. Uh, if you like fantasy at all and you don't like the math puzzles, I would encourage you to download use promo code TRIP. Free 25 bucks. It's a free shot at a million dollars. Let me say this. Okay, I'm looking at one of my teams. This team is not good. This is probably the team you saw. Hit me with it. This, this team sucks. I don't think I was conscious when this team. This it's, it's, a, it's a lot. Oh, sorry, go on. Now, Burrow, Wentz, and Jameis are my quarterbacks. Okay. Christian McCaffrey, Chase Edmonds, James Robinson, James Conner, Kenyon Drake, Latavius Murray, and Giovanni Bernard are my running backs. A.J. Brown, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, D.J. Chart, Cole. Yeah, nah, this is, I'm crying. I'm calling foul play on this. I, I, I don't hate those players at all. I actually think some of those players are a really good deal. Like, this, I think. Cole Beasley is a really good deal because people hate him. So they're That's not picking him. Listen, but I, he's, good, he's good at football. I don't want him to do my fucking science homework, but I got him. <laughs> uh, I got him uh, pick 121. That's there you go. He's going average 131. So the issue with that team is construction. The What best ball is really about and how you win is uh, sort of like the positional yeah, distributions. Uh, it's not cheating. It's a game of skill. No, no, I'll teach you some skills. No, 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 just me. <laughs> And Trey Young. Uh, the like sort of the the hottest format this year is mm-hmm. two quarterbacks, only four running backs. You cross your fingers, you don't get hurt, and then you just mash wide receiver. You take ten wide receivers and just hope that late round guys pop, and you take two tight ends because what are the chances that your sixth running back is as is better is going to really contribute for you if you already spent sort of draft right. capital at running back versus like your eighth or ninth or tenth wide receiver like a Henry Ruggs. He might only start for you for two weeks, but he could have two catches for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Right. That might so you're looking for those like, spike that might weeks. win you the week. Totally. Or lose you the week. If you're going, you're like, of all the weeks, Henry Rudd, next week is going to have two targets, one catch for 11 yards. But uh, And then you get to draft all the rookies, which is the most fun part. That's a, I think I might do that for my next one. My t- I got George Kittle and John o. Smith for my tight end, so I feel all right about my tight end. That's pretty damn good. Okay, so I think we can all agree that this is like the best team ever. I'm not disagreeing. We're not here to argue. Good answer. Good answer. See, I'm actually projected to come in first in this league, quiet as it's kept. So this will be the one that I uh, talk about. The one where I have um, Derek Carr as one of my quarterbacks. I don't think I'll probably talk about that one as much. Derek Carr is like, for fantasy, is not the end of the world. I don't like him as a he's a loser as a guy, it seems. Oh, what is Derek? What's this? You're a Derek Carr 
I, I don't hate his fucking guts. What, what did you uh, I, I kind of do? What's this about? I just don't like his vibe. He like rolls up his sleeves and puts like tanning lotion on his arms. It's, it's to show you he's working hard. Yeah, see, I, I'm not seeing it in his physique that he's working that hard. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't have everybody can't have perfect uh technique, Rudman. Fair enough. Brady Quinn did. Brady Quinn had amazing arms. Yeah, he did. That guy was sick. Um, I don't like that team. I don't want to look at that team. No more. What else? Did we, did we miss anything? I feel like we're kind of dog days. Like it's preseason football. It's okay. I actually do. What do you? T- what would you take more stock in? A summer league basketball game or a preseason football game? Like if you saw an either really good performance or a really bad performance. I think preseason by quite a lot. Wow. Uh, I, it's easy to get excited about summer league. Like uh, Aaron Naismith looks quite good for the Celtics. Romeo Langford looks quite good. Pritchard I am still pretty in the league, as it would yeah. appear. Uh, Peyton Pritchard dropped ninety-two points in a pro-am game. Cooking. Um, I'm not sure any of those things matter. Um, there are things that matter in preseason football, especially for fantasy. Um, like when you're watch, if you watch the Patriots preseason game, I did not. It it is immediately clear that Damian Harris is the guy. Okay. He's going to get a lot of carries, and I think he's running back 29 on underdog right now. Mm. I will. I don't know what I'll do, but if he is the 29th ranked running back at the end of the season, I I will retire from football takes because there's just uh, no way. Okay, listen, you can still edit this out, but, <laughs> but just, you got yourself in a box here. That's fine, but barring injury, um, oh, top top no <laughs> top 29 running back, and it's not going to be close. Pretty. Yeah, because he's gonna like he's the starter, right? At the he's very the like, starter. It's thirty-two team. Like if he just runs an average amount of, t- and I know they'll have. It, he doesn't do bell cow backs, so I get that's got to be what. Yeah, James White will have a role. Yeah, James. Who else they got? Did they Rex Burkhead? Is he still there? They drafted a guy named Ramondre Stevenson, who seems really cool. Uh, he had a ninety-one yard touchdown run in the preseason game, and this is where you sort of got to decide what matters and what doesn't. Right. Because I'm a Damian guy. I decided that 91-yard touchdown doesn't count uh, because he did it against Ooh. the backup defense. He did it as the fifth running back. Uh, it was sort of just like doesn't count. Bro, they was Whereas, out there. It was dudes out there that couldn't uh, get past a Tim Tebow block. That's who he was running against. This, this exactly run, right. It means less than nothing. Um, Patriots there. tight ends are dinged. What are the chances they bring in Tebow? Oh, my God. You'd Feels like possible, that. right? I'd You'd love like- it. I would love it. I actually have a Tebow Patriots jersey from when he was with us a couple of years ago. How, how many did they make? It couldn't have been that many that they made. I found it at Marshall's for three dollars. Yeah, he did. Listen, you got you got hoes. Uh, <laughs> paid about two hundred cents. Too much. You oh my. You would you'd like to see Bill Belichick walk into uh call somebody call some third string linebacker and like hey man let me. We're going with Tim Tebow. <laughs> I like guys that have it. Tebow has it. Jalen Hurts has it. Marcus think, Smart. Marcus Smart has it. Listen, I think Tim Tebow had it in 2007. I don't think sure. there's any. It is old. I've seen Tim Tebow play one time live, and he I saw him get it literally knocked out of him. <laughs> he was physically unconscious on the field, Florida, Kentucky, and vomiting. Uh, <laughs> with the clear signs of concussion that we didn't know at the time. So the crowd just went, yeah, he <laughs> doesn't know where he's at. Uh, thinking back, it was all very scary. It's weird uh, how that changed. Remember Jacked Up? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Corbett got jacked up. Like he's just twitching on the field. He almost certainly has CTE. Yeah, he's not going to remember the name of his kids <laughs> in five years. Jericho Cotchery got jacked up. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know, that was a thing until what, like five years ago? Yeah, like, it really feels like it. More recent than it should have been. Um, I feel that way now about the in a different way, like just the home run ball, the, all the ones Otani is hitting. Like when I, the the balls are juiced, right? I think I'm not a baseball it, guy, but I feel like I keep hearing that the balls are juiced. This I'm year. not a baseball guy either, but wasn't that openly a thing? Like they actually changed I the hope. composition of the ball. I hope so. I'm like I, I'm fine with it. I mean, '98 was the best year of baseball ever, and it's not close, and it's for one reason. That's what I'm saying. The only thing I don't want is that now that I like I watched 98 live and it was great. Everybody was on board at the time. And then looking back, Sammy Sosa, they shake their finger at him. He, I still don't think he can. Uh, they'll have him at Wrigley Field, which is a joke. Well, he and was corking his bat, too, wasn't he? He was doing much. He was doing a little much. I'm uh, fine with steroids. I don't like corking the bat. What, what, that's the line? The corking the bat seems cheaper than steroids. He's still got to lift the weights. That's, see, I like uh, and maybe they do. I would like a cork bat before the game. Like if you're just going out and slugging some dink for the crowd, cork yeah, cork the bat. That's what we're here for. Or if everyone has a cork bat, I'd be fine with it. I'd be fine with it too. I'd also be fine if everyone was on steroids. Yeah, that'd be better. Do you think they should legalize steroids? Absolutely. I don't know that. Yeah. Yes. Certainly in sports. I don't know about the general public, but certainly in sports. No, I think. I think uh, the American citizens is currently constructed could stand steroids. Like I don't think we're aggressive enough as a society. <laughs> I was going to say I don't know if we need more tests in uh, in our American <laughs> systems. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> what really could be the worst that happens? Um, that's for the only thing. The thing that I look for in summer league, um, for like basketball hipster, I feel like it can't be like box score quantified. Like. When, you watch Cade Cunningham for five minutes. It's like he he feels that he knows what he's doing. I don't care if he went 0 for 5. I don't care if he went 5 for 5. Same for Jalen Green. It's like certain guys like feel the game, know what they're doing, don't care about your stats. But I feel like you same for preseason, man. When I was on that that narcotic too, whoever your favorite, like, like he caught two passes, man. I think his hands are coming. He might catch 60 this year. They said they're going to him out of the backfield. He might catch 60. And then he gets cut. So I do think throwing to a running back in preseason, if you're running with the ones, you know, early in the game mm -hmm. does mean that like they trust this guy to catch the ball. Right. Whereas with summer league, like Ben Simmons used to hit jumpers in summer league, right? There's like that famous clip or highlight reel. <laughs> Listen, Ben Simmons used to hit jumpers in the NBA. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened, man. Like, I, did, did, does Ben Simmons even exist? It's very strange. You ever seen him? I haven't. I guess I've seen him play live. I've seen him lose to the Celtics in the playoffs a number of times. Yeah, I've seen that too. Um, he scored one point in the playoff game. You all remember that. that? I do remember that one. He's going to love Portland, though. Like, I think he'll find, like, a nice uh, – he'll get him a nice bike out there. Oh, I can see him on a bike. Yeah, he'll be out there, I don't know, with whatever – I don't even say this is a bad, like whatever model he's dating. And I say that not as a bad thing for on either side. Um, I think she's in London. He's been spending time over there with her. 
who who's he who's he uh, i don't i don't know her name gallivanting with i think is what they call it gallivanting i had never heard of her until i saw that they were an item is she respectable she seems nice trick question they're all respectable <laughs> you pig um yeah no nah, ben simmons he's, i think he'll love portland like he'll get him a nice condo there i can see him and uh like anthony simons being cool anthony simons seems like a pretty cool guy I love Anthony Simons. I bought all the hype on Anthony Simons, but I'm waiting for it to sort of come true. I did like two years ago. That's yeah. when I was in. He started getting like some run. I was like, okay, he's something off the bench. And then I don't know. I must have just saw like the best week of play he ever had in his life. There was like a dozen articles where it's like GMs think this guy could be a star. I, yeah, that's what it. That's why I, I'll never. We got to get Schmitz back on. I want to ask him only about GM stuff, like only about like rumors getting planted. That's the only thing I want to know about because that was propaganda. That was clear propaganda. I wonder if Schmitz was in on those lies about Anthony That's, that's what I, as I think about it, I don't even know if I could ask him. <laughs> I'm, I, I got to get he in one room and Javoni in another room and question him at the same time. And cut some bacon off their back if they start talking crazy or if they uh answers don't match up because that now nah, that's clear propaganda i think the thing now if you got twitter you like i just seen ben simmons shooting or coming off a high screen and going to the basket and dunking like any that's ever going to happen in the game you can create your own propaganda it's fine ball is life it's all proper like that Andrew Harrison's the best player in the world. I'm like, I'm watching the tape. I'm like, he might be. He just, I think the Harrison twins are definitely better than Jordan and Pippen based off this look tape. And I'd been had. I'd been had. So out on propaganda, out on summer league and uh, preseason. And we, we've been getting killed on preseason pickup. Uh, because it's it's at the risk team, it's very hard to sort of figure out what the hell is going to happen. Like we can sort of have some idea what's going to happen in a normal NFL game. Yeah, it's hard. Um, it's hard, so, ain't it? It's not so fun <laughs> yeah, when, uh, when the rabbit gets the gun. It is. The rabbit has the gun in the preseason, and we're getting crushed. Uh, you told me that I'm about to throw something. Man, I'm Josh Dobbs about to pass for 500 night, uh, yards. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think we have preseason NFL lines up today on we, Tuesday. We might. We don't, but you know, I hadn't even planned to do a pick because I didn't think it was football. But as I pulled it up, the first person I see here is Nick Castellanos. Oh, oh, boy. come on! He's playing the uh, the Cubs, one and a half bases. I just need. Oh, he was ejected Sunday. It probably wasn't no bad news. Like they just got to read. They just read some bad. They just I don't know, like a report about what's going on overseas. Like any of them, any of the reports about any of the things going on overseas. And Castellanos just puts one over left. Um, I need another one. And I don't know any of these guys' names. Oh, Tim, our boy Tim Anderson. Over, whatever it Anderson. is. One and a half total bases. Over, baby. Lock that in. Castellanos, Timmy Anderson. I will share my picks. Not now, but I will share them. Uh, Rudman, you want to shit on Jam or do anything? You know, I've got uh, one last thing. Hit me. Uh, NBA offseason challenge. We have our winners. 
Um, we got a couple hundred of you guys um, entered into the predict where players go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ended up, it was a fun free agency. I don't know if it's all completely over. We didn't get any of the huge trades that I hoped we might get. Yeah. Um, but we do have our winners. Their usernames are not as funny as usual. There's no <laughs> Skittles Monfrere or whatever that guy's name was. <laughs> wow, boy. I, I, we don't use that kind of language on the air. <laughs> the the big winner in third place with the very rare t-shirt mm-hmm. uh, nick to tray okay t-shirt. congratulations we got anthony scar winning 500 on underdog kind of a badass last name okay. tony scar tony scar is sick maybe that's a that's scar jam, that's jams that's the name he checking out <laughs> under. and then the guy getting the 75 inch tv C-shoot, 95, 95. C-shoot. Okay, C-shoot. He was born in 1995. He don't need a big TV. <laughs> why, would you, why would you, I mean, unless he was number 95, in case he's a, you know, a larger gentleman and he's a larger TV. Either way, he's he'll have the, he, he gets to make that choice. So we'll reach out to those guys, uh, get them their TVs, T-shirts, and money. Um, and thank you for everyone that participated. Actually, you can send those to me, and I'll get them to <laughs> I'll get uh, via. No, seriously, thank everybody for uh, submitting. It was fun. I like getting my bad takes off on jam one, on jams one, and then really uh, putting some thought in mine. I didn't win, just fucked up, but we moved forward. You actually did quite well. You were tied for third, but we eliminated you. Why would you tell me that? I just got to be honest. Don't be. <laughs> parents ever tell you to lie? Uh, I'm working with Jam. Come back, man. I'm working with amateurs. No, uh, we think Jam. Okay, what do you think Jam's doing? Right, he just finished bird calling. What do you think Jam is doing? Right, right this second. I don't know. I think he likes bird watching so much that he's still going. <laughs> he's still there. I think I feel like he's eating. Like he he uh, he a long day of bird watching has tired him. So he's retired to some like uh bench in the trees to eat like a seaweed seaweed candy bar do you know where in the world he is i have no idea you say a seaweed candy bar that just seemed like some shit that jam would eat i don't know if he's like a maybe he's kind of a hippie i've known him for a long long time yeah who know who knows where whose bodies are buried uh i don't have any i got no dirt on jam he might have some dirt on me from high school Jam mm. never did. Jam was a good guy. Never did anything wrong. Can we fire him? <laughs> no. All right, we'll talk off. Uh, I gotta run this by Liz or somebody. All right, I, gotta run, I gotta run this by Trey Young, man. I won't be treated like this. Uh, Jam no nothing. I'm trying to think. He had a mullet. He had a terrible mullet. Ah, that's pretty interesting. We should make him pull it up on the on the video next time. Uh, he had a terrible mullet that he wore to prom in his tuxedo. It was actually pretty cool and funny. It was pretty sick, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty sick. He looked badass. He probably looked badass. He did. Fuck. <laughs> Anyways, Jam is out uh, with that African hummingbird. Maybe he's back next week. Maybe he just starts life anew um, on the outside, as we call it. Till then, that will wrap it up. For myself, for the nefarious.